welcome to Be Nice to Yourself podcast that will give you practical tools to finally be nice to yourself so you can stop yelling at your kids and enjoy being a mom. Using coaching and lots of love, I'm your Russian Canadian host, certified life coach and mom of four, Natalia Schneidmiller. Hey guys, how's it going? I am going to tell you something that blew my mind and changed my whole life. And that's like why the reason I'm doing any of this and I am sure it will do the same thing for you. So let's talk about what makes you yell at your kids or what makes you fight with your husband or your mom. Here's what it is. Okay, we think that... Before we learn this information that I'm gonna, about to tell you, we believe that what makes us frustrated is what our kids do. Let's just stick to the kids' example. What they do, how they act, uh, what they're, they're not listening, right? We think them doing or not doing something is really driving us crazy, okay? And so when we believe that, our only solution to that is to ask them to not do that or ask them to behave differently or please stop running around, please stop screaming, please stop fighting, um, please listen to me, why aren't you listening, right? So we try to fix that because we believe that that is a problem. And the same thing with our mom, right? If we are um, upset at our mom for doing something, we would want, we tell her how she, he sh- she should do it differently, right? because we want to feel better, right? We want to feel better. We, want, we don't want to feel so frustrated. But there's something that is uh, causing our feelings, and that is not our kids and not our mom, and that is our thoughts, okay? So when our kid runs around at the table, it's happening to me right now, every meal, my four-year-old twins run around um, the table uh, during mealtime, and I ask them to sit down, and I ask them to stay at the table, and they don't, right? So when they're doing that, I have a thought, I have many thoughts about them. And so some of them are like, why aren't they staying at the table? They're not staying. Why aren't they listening? They should be sitting at the table. Like, this is so frustrating. Why is it so hard to get? Come on, just sit there, right? And so those thoughts create my feeling of frustration, and that is a s- and most important dis- distinguished dis- um, most important uh, what is it dis- so important to distinguish that my thoughts create my frustration and not my kids, right? Because there ha- have been many times where my kids wouldn't sit at the table, but my th- I wouldn't be frustrated. So why is that? Because I had different thoughts about it, right? For example, if when they were one and a half and they were not sitting at the table with us, I was not frustrated at all. I was thinking, they're one and a half, they don't have to sit at the table, you know, I'm just happy that they're crawling over there and, and playing and are happy and uh, don't need me so I can eat my food, right? For example, right? When they, when they were two, I had different thoughts about that. I thought, ooh, okay, me, you know, this is the time for me to teach them to sit at the table and learn to be with us as a family and try the food they're eating, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But now that they're four, my thoughts have changed completely uh, unconsciously. You know, I didn't really pick them because if I was to pick them, 
I would not pick these thoughts because these thoughts make me feel frustrated. Okay, so what my brain tells me automatically by default, it says, ah, they, like, this is so annoying. They should just stay at the table, right? They should just stay at the table is my thought that feels really frustrating to me. Okay, so stay with me. So if our thoughts create our feelings and our kids don't create our feelings, then if we were to solve for our frustration, what we would have to do is solve for our thoughts, right? Because that's the actual problem, right? But why do we... Okay, so let's say that's true, right? Let's just... Uh, you imagine that, okay, thoughts create our feelings, but why do we care? Okay, I'm frustrated. Um, well, the reason why we care is because our frustration drives all of our actions. Our feelings drive all our actions. And when we're frustrated, we show up in a way that we don't like. We snap at the kids, we yell at them. We complain about them. We're not loving them, we're not connecting with them, we're not enjoying them. Now that, that is a real, the consequence of the problem that we don't like, right? We don't like that. We don't want that as a result for ourselves. We don't want to be uh, an angry mom, right? We don't want to be a crazy mom. So, so if I was to choose, which I do, I practice this, right? If I was to choose a different thought to think about my kids, it could be any thought in the world, right? And I'm not changing the circumstance. The circumstance is that they're running around the table and I mean, I'm doing my best already and it's not working, right? I'm asking them, I'm bringing them, I'm reminding them and it's they sit there half the time and the rest of the time they run around, right? So I'm not changing that because I can't. I just can't physically make them sit there the whole time unless I tie them down. And uh, to be honest, if I could, if I could change them, I would probably, you know, I would do that, right? Like, because as humans, we do want to control other people so that we get to feel good, okay? So that's just a natural thing that we do. There's nothing wrong with that. And, uh, but it just doesn't work, right? That's why I'm here on this podcast and I'm telling you what does work. You know, the trying to change what they do does not work. Okay, so, and because the kids don't cause my frustration, you know, even if I change what they do, wouldn't actually make me feel better. What would make me feel good is my thought about it. For example, if they were actually sitting at the table and listening to me and not running around, I would have different thoughts in my head for, like, for example, oh, this is great, they're listening, you know, they're eating their dinner, oh, I'm such a good mom, I did it, I trained them, like, this is great, everything is working, like, I would have all those thoughts, right, and those thoughts, from those thoughts, I would feel satisfied, I would feel proud of myself, I would feel calm, right, and it wouldn't be the kids sitting at the table, it would be my own thoughts about the kids creating that feeling for me, so if the thought about the children is the problem, is the root of our suffering, then we can play around, okay? We can play around and we can um, try on different thoughts to see how they feel. And uh, you might be thinking right now that, oh, right, this is, you know, this is like positive thinking. I, all I have to do is just think positive thoughts. And I want to make sure you guys understand that that is not what I'm saying, the difference here is positive thinking would be uh, choosing a thought that feels good, like being positive about something that you already think is negative. 
right? If you think your kids are not listening, like they're bad kids or they're just like crazy kids, if you think they're bad kids, then you will want to try to like pick a thought that feels better. You'll be like, well, I'm doing my best and they're only four. And you like try to explain, you try to explain why they're not listening. And, you know, it's because I haven't trained them. It's because I'm such a terrible mom that I haven't instilled the rules. And now they know they can get away with it. And right? And you're just like, you kind of, they're in those thoughts are not even that positive, but they kind of give you relief from the frustration, right? They kind of like put the responsibility on something else, on someone else, on their age or on your ability. And you're like, oh, I just can't do it. I'm a terrible mom. So I can't do anything about it. Okay, so I'm just going to feel bad about that now instead of frustrated, right? So so this is not what I'm saying. We're not going to try to be positive about a negative circumstance. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the reason why you're frustrated is not because of the children. The reason always comes from our thinking. The thinking is the root of the problem. The thinking is the cause of your frustration. The thinking is the cause of your suffering, okay? And so we're not going to try to make ourselves feel better by thinking a bunch of positive thoughts and keeping our negative beliefs, Okay, we're actually going to question the thoughts we already do have. Like, am I actually a bad mom? Or should they sit, sit at the table? Or, like, should they listen to me? Should they actually listen to me? Well, you know, we believe that they should. But when we believe they should listen to us, we suffer because they don't. So the alternative to that is to question it and think, oh, well, maybe they should not listen to me. Well, that feels a, like a relief. Maybe I'm wrong, right? Okay, so let's stay focused. Um, so other ways we could think about the kids is, like, ultimately, right, if we were to, uh, ultimately, we don't want to be frustrated at them and yell at them, right? So, we want to show up as a calm, loving mom, right? I assume that's what we all want. Um, and if we want to feel love, right, we have to imagine them running around, not listening, and then you feeling love. Now, how is that possible, right? They're still not listening. They're still running around. But you feel love towards them. So the question becomes, what do I need to think to feel love towards them, even though they're still behaving in the same way? And the answer could be, it's a, such a simple answer, right? Is, you know, I just love them, right? I love my kids, right? You can think that. You can also think, I love them and they don't have to sit still. That's an option. I love them and they should not listen to me. Now that feels good as well, right? The playing around with it comes, uh, we have to test how those thoughts feel, okay? So oftentimes, we can't go from, oh, they don't listen to me, frustrated to full love, because that's too far of a leap for our brain. Our brain likes to lock into, into the thoughts and doesn't like to move so much, right? It's like, no, they should listen, right? So 
if you know we're not gonna try to jump to love right away although it is available to you and it totally is possible for you to get there right now and practice it every time they don't listen totally available to you but if you are having trouble with it here's what you can do um, you can just think thoughts that feel more neutral to you for example instead of all oh, instead of they you know they don't listen to me you can think these are my kids so just changing that thought in your head and playing around with how it feels and noticing how it feels right or questioning it right like maybe they don't have to listen to me um and f f checking how that feels you know um so uh if we're gonna do that we are gonna experience different feelings in our body and we if we get to feeling love or feeling neutral about them then we that feeling will always drive our action which will be different than what we do when we're frustrated right so um that is the the, the thinking if we really um focus on our thinking about our kids and really understand that that is causing our frustration then we can ultimately get to a place where we pause in the moment when the kids are running around and we notice, oh, I'm thinking this thought about them right now and this thought is making me feel angry. And what's beautiful about that is that we're still being human, we're still being frustrated, but we also have a choice to not act on that frustration. So we press like the pause button on ourselves and we just witness it. We just notice it. We are the observer of our brain. We are the observer of the children and we see kids are going crazy. And then you also notice, or the kids are not going crazy. What like the fact is like they're just running around or talking or playing, right? But you're, and also you notice your brain, your brain is thinking a lot of thoughts and when it thinks this thought you feel frustrated when it, you think this thought it you feel angry when you think well kids are just being kids you feel peace at peace right and a good way a good way to um have perspective on this is think about a time about when you were away from your kids uh, for any period of time, it could have been a sleepover at grandma and grandpa's, it could have been a vacation you took without them one day or three days or a week, like it could be on a work trip. It could have been even been a date night that you were away from them for. And after you came back from that time away from the kids and you got back from that and you were with the children and they were still acting the, the way that you always act, but you were not frustrated as you usually are, right? Like the circumstance didn't change. They might still be fighting or running around too, too crazy. And, um, but you had different feeling about them and you had different thoughts about them. So what was your thought back then when you have just come back from your time away and you were happy to see them? My guess was something like, oh, I'm just happy to see them. They're so cute. They're my babies. I love you so much. Come here. I want to kiss you. Like, that's what I think. I'm like, oh, let me just kiss you and hug you. Oh, you're so cute. And oh, like, how are you? And what were you doing today? And like, those are my thoughts, right? So when I think them, I feel loving and cute. And I just want to love on them. Um, so those thoughts create the love for me. 
So this is just a good example for us to see that the kids and their behavior doesn't change and we still get to, but we get to feel and think differently about them, right? And a lot of people might say, well, it's be because I was away from them. I had a break. I want to suggest that that is not why you love them at that moment. It's not why you have more patience for them. It's, it is because of your thoughts about them. Because I'm sure there were times where you um, were away from them and you come back and you also were frustrated as well, right? Because you, your thoughts would change. You like, you could, like that happened to me. I would be away from them. I come back, I'm loving on them and I'm being super um, loving. And I, uh, the day passes and like the next day they start fighting and I think, okay, well, yesterday who's fighting was enough, like, was okay, but, like, come on, got to stop already. Like, I thought this is going to be better. I thought we we're going to have a beautiful weekend together, right? Versus yesterday when they fought, I was, like, being patient and calm just because I was so happy to see them. Okay. So, thinking is always the problem, and looking at our thinking will always be the solution. Now, Whenever my clients hear this, they always want to jump to the, th the positive thoughts, to like, oh, okay, so if the thinking is my problem, then I'm just going to think all the positive thoughts all the time. And that is totally natural way to react to this. That's how I reacted to it. That's how all my coach friend reacted to friends reacted to it because we're humans and we want to feel good all the time. And that is why I want to put a little note in here to to say that that the the goal of my um, podcast the goal of my coaching the goal of everything i teach is not for all of us to feel good all the time that is not the goal of coaching and working on our thoughts for for a few reasons reason number 1 it is not real possible in um, in our life because we have a human brain as long as we have a human brain, our human brain will always think thoughts, so many thoughts that are, and our primitive brain is designed to look for what's wrong, what's wrong in the environment around us because it's uh, designed to protect us. It's designed to protect us from danger. Back when we were in a cave, cave ages we didn't want to die from a, like being attacked by a tiger we didn't want to be cold we didn't want to be eaten by a dino by any not a dinosaur but but you know by animals so our brain was always scanning the environment for what's wrong and that's how that served us so well up until now because it kept us alive right and now we have gotten really good at being alive. We're not a danger by, uh, of being eaten by an animal. We know we stay warm. We have plenty of food. There's nothing really that can happen to us that we need to be scanning constantly for what's wrong. But that's what our primitive brain does, right? So there's nothing wrong with our brain when it does that. But as long as we have that brain, we will have thoughts that make us feel bad. Okay, and that is part of being a human, of having a human experience. And 
the point of looking at our thoughts is not to eliminate all the thoughts that make us feel bad, but to bring awareness to what makes us feel bad and to have control over that, right? And if we think that the world out there, the people and the circumstances and the jobs make us feel bad, then we are going to be always trying to solve for those circumstances. We're going to be changing jobs, um, fighting with people, breaking up with people, like trying to change their behavior, behavior to make us feel better. And that will not, that doesn't work. That does not work. And if you've tried to do that before, you've noticed it does not work. Even if you think it works, it doesn't really work because the people changing is not what makes you feel better. Your thoughts about people changing is what actually makes you feel better, right? So if we're going to be thinking that the outside world is the cause of our pain, we will try, we will always be trying to fix the outside world, but we'll always fail at that. So when we look inwards and we think, okay, if the cause of all of my pain and suffering is my thinking, then... I don't have to change what everyone's doing around me to feel better. All I can do is maybe choose a different thought if I want to. Or a lot of times just by looking at the thought oh, that, that is causing us frustration, we get awareness that, oh, it's just my thought. It's actually not the truth. It's just my actual thought, my sentence in my head that I'm thinking that is making me feel bad. Oh, nothing's going going wrong. It's not the end of the world. Okay? So, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love talking about this because this is the key to the universe. Okay? Think, our thinking, our thoughts, our sentences in our head, and if we understand that they are the cause of our problems... Well, they are the problem that causes us to suffer and feel pain. Then we can, we are ultimately the ones in control to change them and feel better. Okay. And because we have primitive brains, I just want to bring that point back to this that because we have human brain, which has a primitive brain involved in it, we will have thoughts that make us feel bad. So, we uh, part of the podcast I will talk about is allowing negative emotion, like allowing the shitty part of life, the 50-50 of life. That is a huge part of being a human. And the point of the coaching is not to get rid of it, but also, but instead to allow it and to embrace it and to make space for it in our life so that we can have a fuller, bigger, better life than we have when we resist negative emotion. Okay. So just to, Keep that in mind, and I will address it in the future podcast, that this um, we're not trying to be positive and feel happy all the time. The goal here is to have awareness of what creates our pain and to experience human life as 50% great and 50% shitty, okay? So the next, uh, this is what I want you to do for your little homework. I call it thinking homework. Um... Next time you feel frustrated with somebody, I want you to notice, okay, what am I feeling? Kind of ask yourself, what am I feeling? You know, you might not be able to name it, 
But you might have a clue, okay, I don't feel good, right? Or you might be able to name it like frustrated, angry, pissed off. And then instead of giving credit to your, for your anger to that person or that circumstance, I want you to ask yourself, what am I thinking that's creating this feeling for me right now? Okay, and you will find a lot of thoughts and that's okay, but just notice them. I don't want you to change them. I don't want you to jump to a better feeling thought. I want, I mean, you probably might and that's okay. Play around with that. Um, but just notice, okay, when I think this, they shouldn't do this, I feel frustrated. And then when I think, okay, it's totally fine if they do that, I feel a bit of relief, okay? So just play around with that. When I think this, I feel that. And I think this, I feel that. I'm so excited for you guys. This is going to change your whole life and how you look at people and things and you and your life. Have a fantastic day. Uh, please... Um, if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, I really encourage you to sign up for a free mini session. It's completely free where we sit together and we look at your life and what you want to accomplish in your life, how you can change uh, your brain so you can show up as a loving mother, wife, daughter to your people and ultimately for yourself. Give this gift to yourself um, it is completely amazing to do that for yourself, and I invite you to do that. Have a great day. Bye.